Johnson. The Bucks have done it after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. To win it for the Packers. A dagger. I believe in a big corner. Just in the turn of the ball. There's a chance we can make it now. We'll be looking for the sun goes down. I believe in a big corner. If you could only drink one type of hard liquor for the rest of your life, Vodka, tequila, whiskey, rum. What would it be? Whiskey. Whiskey, okay. What Why? are you going to say? I would have said vodka. I feel no. like it's more versatile. Because there's less flavor. And that's what I was going to say. I want something that you got to find point of flavor and drinkableness. So vodka, a lot of drinkableness, not a lot of flavor. But what are you going to mix it with? Gin. A lot of gin? flavor. You're, you're going to mix it with gin? <laughs> nah, you didn't, you missed my breakdown. Okay. Gin, a lot of flavor, not not a lot of drinkability, you know, overall. Maybe with a couple things. So I'm going to mix it with, I like, Coke is classic, whiskey Coke. You do lemonade. You do orange juice, whiskey yeah, and orange juice. I guess. I know people who do it, so. See, but... To me, you know, then you just get a nice whiskey, just drink that. A little whiskey soda. A little highball. We call that if you'd be fancy. Maybe a little lemon on there. Whiskey and ginger ale. A whiskey ginger. Vodka? I said I would go vodka. Wow. I feel like okay. I can mix that with more things, and I feel like it's more versatile. Like, if I could only drink one thing for the rest of my life. I'm still going whiskey. I've never had a whiskey crayon, though. That is true. Have you ever had a... Whiskey Red Bull? Honestly, maybe. But I don't remember it. It sounds <laughs> awful, but you might yeah. need it. There are times you're you're showing up to that the party late, you need a vodka Red Bull. Yeah. You know, that's like the hammer of the alcohol toolkit. <laughs> like, you can't go somewhere He's... without vodka and Red Bull. You can't go... You know, like, if you're doing a construction project, you can't go there without a hammer. You need something that you can mix with Red Bull. Cheers. Cheers. And we're back like the Packers getting a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's Thurston 10. A very assumptuous. So far, so good. You know, if every game goes like that, then maybe. What are your thoughts on week one? Uh, the Bears still suck. Bears still suck. Um, and Jordan looks great. Love to see. No, oh, okay. So can I give you the good? Throwing <laughs> the ball really efficiently on third and fourth down. Like Jordan Love was playing his absolute best in crunch time. And you know how like the difference between like Favre to Rogers was Favre through picks all the time, and then Rogers was like. I'll never throw a pick. Like, the difference between uh, Rodgers to Love is going to be, like, Rodgers, like, always shit his pants in crunch time. He's going to get a quarterback who never shits his pants in crunch time. That's going to be it. That's, That's going to be the Rodgers 2.0 in Jordan Love. Maybe. I mean, I would love to see it. And like you mentioned before on here... His kind of like very calm demeanor, kind of even personality makes you think, you know, that he will be good in crunch time. But 
I don't want to just go ahead and be like, he's a Hall of Famer. He's like Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre 2.0. Like, it was still one game. Like, okay. So, Rodgers and Love, I feel like, are both, like, calm, competitive people. You know, like, that quiet, but very competitive type of people. I feel like the difference, though, is Rodgers is, like, quiet, and then he's, like, trying to figure out why people don't think he's, like, the greatest of all time. He's trying to be like, guys, look at how great I am. I'm so great. I'm not going to brag, but I'm so great. And Love, on the other hand, is like... I'm really good. I might be great. I don't really care, though. You know, like, he, he has, like, that indifference about him where Rodgers cared so much about what people thought about him. And now Love is like, good, I know I'm really good. I don't really feel the need to flaunt it. I feel like that's going to be the difference. Yeah, I mean, I like that. Because then your play show it. And he absolutely did. Now, if you're a Bears fan... <laughs> Right, is that what you're gonna say if you're a Bears fan? Suck uh, the it. Love song. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Oh yeah, R.I.P. They would do anything to have a quarterback have a debut like Jordan Love just had, but they wouldn't. Except for what they need to do, <laughs> which is have him sit for a few years. But like that's the thing is, in Fields, the plan was to have him sit for a year behind Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon of all people. Remember, giant neck, yeah, big, like giraffe-looking motherfucker, alien kind of looking guy. Mexico just pulled him out of a tar pit, I think. And for the Bears <laughs> was to have Justin Fields sit for a year. And I just feel like that doesn't work. Unless you have a Hall of Fame, Pro Bowl type quarterback, like you can't tell a hotshot rookie who was really good in college. Hey, we're going to have you sit behind Tim Boyle for a year. You know, <laughs> we're going to have you sit behind Josh McNown yeah, for a year. Yeah. And the whole time he's going, I'm better than this guy. I'm so much better than this but guy. If you have that guy already, have Aaron Rodgers, you have Brett Favre already. Shit, I guess I got to sit behind this guy. You know, you kind of have to swallow your pride a little bit. And I feel like that's why other teams don't do that. You Who know? else could? Who else could? Because who else had back-to-back Hall of Famers to sit behind other than the Packers? The Patriots tried to do it with Garoppolo. And I feel like it didn't work out. Yeah, I thought they were... They were just dealing. They were kind of like, if they got the hat back up, Matt Castle, right? They were just going to flip them because they knew they had Tom Brady. Well, I mean, they drafted Garoppolo to be Tom Brady's replacement. And then that didn't work. They ended up trading him to, like, the 49ers. And then they tried to, like, make it work with Mac Jones. Like, that didn't work. Well, I don't know. Like, we're not a Patriot show, but Definitely I don't feel like not. Mac Jones Definitely is, like, the Patriot. next, like, Pro Bowl fame-type quarterback. No. I don't think so either. But are the Packers legit? You know, I'm going to go back to when I said one game, you know, isn't enough, especially against a feeble Bears team. Okay, do I think, especially Jordan's play, I know it was one game, but he played, He, he you see some upside there. So I think there's a possibility that they could be legit, but I can't tell you after one game, especially with Atlanta, 
on the horizon. We'll get to the line and the breakdown and everything. It, closer than I thought. Like I thought, honestly, the Packers should beat Atlanta. Yep, I good ten points. Okay, that's what I thought. This week will be one if they can look solid against Atlanta. Uh, maybe away. they're legit. Yeah, I think last week the Bears were like so in their head trying to beat the Packers that in a lot of ways we didn't really get to what? see the Packers were made out of. Dude, like the Bears were determined to shoot themselves in the foot. They were booing them in like the <laughs> second, second, third quarter. quarter. I was like, dude, you can't. Like, what do Chicago fans expect when they're just like, they're willing to quit? So, <laughs> like, come on. But it's not a championship mentality, Jimmy. I don't necessarily think we're as good as we were last week. Now, I know last week I predicted like 34 17, something like that. I was actually like really close. Yeah, to I think you texted line. me. You're so close, you texted me. You yeah. always know that you're in the range. But you texted me real early, third quarter or third something quarter. like that. And I said, I was like, buddy, a lot of football. You know what's left funny left. about that? Is you said a lot of football left, and I was like, no, there's not. They scored. Someone scored like immediately after you said that. I think uh, Justin Fields threw the pick to Quay Walker. Okay. Right after I sent that. And I was like, oh, well, not going to happen. Yeah, I was like, there's a lot of time to change that scoreline. But, and there was. But either way, like, the Packers might not be legit, but they might be in a really bad like, division. Division, well, both. Conference, too? Yeah. Well, the division? I don't know. Okay, Eagles here try. are the teams that you can definitively Minnesota say tried. are better than the Green Bay Packers right now. Definitively. Okay. The Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. The San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Cowboys. Okay. I'll throw them in there. All right. And you could maybe, maybe, maybe make an argument for the Detroit Lions. Okay, that's Detroit was my last oh. one that I thought you'd probably make a case for it. The Packers, right now, at worst, are the fifth best team. I don't know if that's at worst, really. At worst, they're like they're the worst team. They just had a good first week. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just saying that's what worse would be. I think the defense of this year is going to be what we thought the defense was going to be last year. We had these first-round picks. We had Jair Alexander coming back from injury. We thought this was just going to be a seek-and-destroy defense. And it, and it wasn't. The defense was very underwhelming last the year. The defense, like, when you can put Devontae Wyatt next to Kenny Clark, that is going to eliminate any single double team who we're possibly going to put on Rashawn Gary or Lucas Van Ness or Preston Smith or Kingsley Enigbare. And that's the other thing, too. Like, the depth at outside linebacker is so good right They're now. They're only playing Rashawn Gary on obvious passing downs. They're like, Rashawn, third and 12, go get him. Go get Justin Fields. And that's going to be a nightmare for any tackle to deal with. Same thing with, like, Lucas Van Ness. You still have, like, Preston Smith to play the other downs. You still have Enigbare to play the other downs. Gary Jair Alexander, like, he's as good as they come right now. Savage looked like the first-round pick that he was expected to be last week. I don't know if he'll, if he'll be that every single week, but I'm excited to see what he has. 
So would would you say your biggest concern for the defense then is Joe Barry? Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> that hasn't changed in three years. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like it goes Joe and then injuries. Yeah, Joe <laughs> and then injuries for sure. Gutekunst has done a great job of I putting so. together this team. This team will go as far as Matt Lafleur and Joe Barry take them. We will know at the end of this year if Matt LaFleur and Joe Barry are good coaches. That is what we will know. The Packers might not win it all. They might not win the division. But we will know if these guys are good coaches. If they are good coaches, the talent is on the team to win 10 or 11 games. I mean, I think you're right. I think the talent is there. Now, the Packers have some injuries. Yes, and that's why I was going to say the challenge is there. Of course, there's always injuries. Now, you mentioned the line before, and the line was one point Packers were favorited by, uh-huh. and it has shifted to one and a half points favored by the Falcons. And the only thing I can think of what would do that is Aaron Jones and Christian Watson are questionable. Probably the two top names at their position. I mean, obviously with Aaron Jones and, I mean, with Christian too, right? So when they're hurt, that's obviously a big disadvantage, especially when you're talking about early in the season you're trying to find out, like, what you got and who you are. If you could only have one this week, who would you pick? Christian Watson. Really? I feel like that's a hot take. Well, I'm hot. I think I want another target for love. Like, Aaron Jones looks so good, though, against the Bears. And the other thing... How do you know Christian wouldn't look better? I know Christian's backup is going to look better than A.J. Dillon did. (laughs) Okay. Like, A.J. Dillon looks like he's running in mud right now. Room for improvement. If they go into this game with A.J. Dillon as their starting running back... Okay. Yeah. We might offer a first-round pick for Jonathan Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) When you say it like that. Like, AJ, like, he was really good two years ago. And then, like, last year he was just, I fell off a cliff. I don't know what happened. I almost feel like the Packers, when Aaron Jones is in the game, like, he hits the hole so quickly that the linemen get, like, that timing. And then yeah. when A.J. Dillon is in the game, they're used to that timing. And then, so, like, they, like, get off their blocks too quickly. And then Dillon just gets crushed by, like, six linemen. And it's like, oof, this guy looks like trash. Like, I almost feel like they don't fully understand, like, how to... The difference in timing. They can't figure it out up front. I mean, he's been there a while. He got figured out at some point. Well... When Aaron Jones is as good as he is, I guess you just block for that guy and make everybody else adapt. Yeah, until you don't have that guy. Well, we will see in a few days. What are your predictions for the Today. game? I'm going with my gut, and that is mostly is I don't think Atlanta's that good. They do have Bijan, right? Bijan Robinson. Bijan um, mustard. Rhymes with Dijon. That's what I was gonna say. Where do you rank Dijon's in your mustards? Top five? Yeah, gotta be. Yeah, yeah. top three. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, no. Like I'm not, every I'll, day, I'll put Dijon in top five, not top three. Top three for me is 
Honey mustard. Honey, yellow, Dusseldorf, in that order. Every day, I like yellow mustard a little bit less. Like, as a kid, I was like, ketchup and yellow mustard. That's all I'm going to eat. I feel like I'm the opposite. And you like ketchup, too? No, I like yellow mustard a so little like more. So, like, French's, like... Well, I, French is expensive. I do, like, whatever the cheap brand is in the in the little Kroger pair. brand or whatever. Yeah. It's still yellow. It's I, tangy. Like, because I'm just bringing a little cheap-ass sandwich to work every day, you know, to eat, like, a working stiff. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I just need some tang and some not dryness. Give you me, know what I mean? Give me honey mustard, a spicy brown... And then that was my nickname in high school, Dijon Spicy Brown. Now a Dusseldorf would be up there. Dusseldorf would probably be fourth, and then Yellow would be fifth. Okay, so Yellow top five. Yellow would be top five. I oh, don't get me wrong; it's versatile. I just don't think Atlanta is that good. Um, you gotta stop the run. You gotta make Desmond Ritter beat you. I believe in a thing called love. And you asked for my prediction, Packers. Packers by a touchdown. I think this game all boils down to can the Packers put this game in Desmond Ritter's hands? Now, I know Desmond Ritter has looked good, but you cannot let B. John Robinson and the backup, Tyler Algiers, is really good. He's kind of like, it's almost like how the Packers envisioned Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, where like B. John Robinson is like the quicker, faster. The smat or the dash part, and then Algiers is uh, the goal line. You know he'll just poach touchdowns away. He'll make every fantasy player hate him who drafted B. John Robinson. So he's like the bigger version, the goal line guy, kind of like the Jamal Williams would probably be a better analogy when it was Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. You, you had me thinking honestly, the capital of it's not Algeria, is it? Yeah, that's the one. Well, either way, uh, give me Packers 21, Atlanta 17. I think the front seven is good enough to shut down a running game if we know they're going to run it. And I think if we can make them pass, I think we can get after the quarterback. So the goal is to keep them in third and long. And if we do that, I think we can win by even more. But that's tough to do for 60 minutes. So give me Packers 21, Atlanta 17. All right, go back out. Go back, go. Who do you want to take this week in the survivor pool? So we, you got to pick a team to win, and you can't pick them again once you pick them, right? That's so we can't take the commies. All right, no commies. Now we could have taken the Eagles. We'll go through it quick. Uh, Ravens, Bengals. Honestly, I really like the Bengals in this game. Okay. I know it's probably a hot take, but. They look like shit. They look like shit. I think they're going to be motivated, but I'm not going with them. Seahawks, Lions. Uh, I think it's going to be a trendy pick to take the Lions this week, but I'm not going with them. Colts, Texans. What do you got on this game? Uh, both teams suck. Maybe Colts. Don't just don't don't pick that yeah, one. Yeah, don't either. pick this one. Bears, Buccaneers. Stay away from this one. Chiefs, Jaguars. The Bucks win that though, right? Come on, they you beat... Got, you got the Baker Mayfields? Do they beat week The Vikings. One? That might be one to take. Chiefs-Jaguars? You're way too high on Baker Mayfield. 
I remember he played somebody on Monday Night Football the week before he played the Packers on Sunday Night Football. And everybody's like, Baker Mayfield, he's going to do it on the Packers. He's going to do the same thing to the Packers. And then he looked like shit. Was that that Rams? You're talking about the Rams? Yeah, like... I don't... That doesn't matter. They, like, signed him the week of the thing. So, Chief Jaguars, you're doing that one? Uh, nope. Um, the Raiders at the Bills. Yes. This one, this is my pick. I love the home team. I like the team with the better defense, the better quarterback, the better playmakers. You're not afraid of burning the Bills too early? Uh, That's where I'm worried here. At the end of the day, you just got to win, baby. Give me the Bills. Um. All right. Well, I'll still read. We'll read the rest of the slate for you. Chargers at Titans. I mean, both quarterbacks looked really bad week one. True. I would assume the Chargers, Chargers. go in and win, but Frable always coaches a good defense, so I'm not super high on either I'm, team. 49ers-Rams? I really like the 49ers to go in and win, but, you know, it's too early in the season to be picking away teams. Better to save the 49ers for later. Giants-Cardinals. Uh, I also like the Giants, but like I said, like they looked like shit. They're probably going to be motivated. I don't want to take an away team this early. An Aaron Rodgers list Jets visit the Cowboys. A lot of people are taking the Cowboys. I think this could be a game that upsets a lot of people in the survivors pool. I really do. I could see the Jets winning. The Jets, like the Cowboys think they have this in the bag. This is a college trap game to a T. Trap game. Don't want anything to do with it. Commanders at the Broncos. We already picked the commies. And I'm not taking the Broncos. I wouldn't pick the Commanders again, even if I could here. Dolphins at Patriots. Uh, Don't like, like I said, don't like away teams. Jack Moans. Saints at Panthers. Panthers Don't want anything to do with that game. Flip a coin. And a double Monday nighter. Browns at Steelers. Don't want anything to do with this game either. Give me the Bills over the Raiders. I I think I would do the Bucks. But I'm giving you, you know, the executive decision. So that way I can blame you. Like I said, I think a lot of people could be eliminated when they take the Cowboys this week. I think you got to take the more sure thing. I feel like the Bills are a little bit more sure than the Buccaneers. See, but I'm, Let's I'm go, playing, Bills. I'm playing what I think on is a probable gamble. That's going to save me the Bills against some trash team further in the future. The Bills play in a pretty tough conference, right? Like the AFC that East is, true. is the Bills, Patriots, Jets, Dolphins. No, I get it. Like they play non-conference games, but they don't come a whole lot easier than Vegas with Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm. Did they win who they won? They beat the Broncos. They're undefeated. And the Bills are not. And I think the Bills are out for blood. Moving on. The Wisconsin Badgers. We got to do a shot, man. Aww. We got to do a rough shot. We got, we got some tequila. We do. Well, because uh, Washington State beat the Badgers again. Like, fool, fool me once. Well, salute. Salute.
Like, my mustache like, just grew in a little bit more after drinking that. I got a Raleigh Fingers going on right now. keep that? Yeah. I grew a bunch of mustaches all over my chest. Well, I hope the Badgers felt that one in every inch of their chest. Cause Do you mean that ass whoop? I mean, they tried to come back, but they, they really did put some distance in the end. No. Tanner Mordecai tried to come back. The rest of the team was like, we didn't think we'd have to try. We came to Wisconsin because we thought like you guys were already good. I didn't realize I was going to have to be the one to be good. Like, Mordecai tried. Everybody else on the team just shit their pants for 60 minutes. So, are you in the Dunn Club when it comes to the Badgers? Dunn with what? What does that mean? So, normally what when there's mean? a Dunn Club, Dunn Club would be like... It's a normal thing? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a thing. That's the normal. Dunn Club would be like... Last year, after the Brewers traded Hater, I'm done with the Brewers. Okay. I'm done. Right. They're not making the playoffs. I'm done with the Brewers. It's a one-year club, so it doesn't mean like you're out on them permanently. Okay. Unless you want it to be. Like, you can extend it for as far as you want. Right. But are you right. done with the Badgers for this year? No. No. I'm disappointed. And I'm going to ground them for until the, today when I'm watching them right now. Probably kick that ass, and we'll get there. But, um, I'm, like I said, I'm very upset because of what you said last week, I think, about college football. Like, kind of once you lose once, it definitely spoils your highest ambitions. We'll say that, right? Like, the 11-1 and one making the playoff would be, okay, it was already, like, f***ing insane to start with, but now that means you have to beat Ohio State, and that would be insane if you just like lost to washington state and then just became the like top team after that that would be insane so i think it takes away your highest ambitions there's enough time for correction and i think if you still won a lot of games i want to say one out won a lot of games you could still achieve good things yeah i would hear that if though if is the key word if you win a lot of games. Yeah. No, for sure. Out. That's why I'm and, like, I'm not done yet. You know, you go into every season. Well. And if you're like me and a f-ing moron, and you're just like, <laughs> we're winning the national championship okay. this year. Yeah. We're going. I did we're say. going. I did say Natty. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make fun of your terrible pick. I don't care if you if, make fun of me. Just don't stop tapping the table so hard. If the Badgers. Like, when they lose a game, the goal changes. It's not, we're going to make the playoffs. Now it becomes, we need to win the Big Ten West. Yeah. And I still think that's feasible, but that game at Iowa just got a lot bigger. Or no, the game against Iowa in Madison just got a lot bigger. But we saw this last year, right? We thought, we all right, fine. We lost to Washington State. No, this will be a wake up call. Yeah, this will be a wake up call. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a wake up call last no, year. I don't know what's going to be different this year. The players, the coach, the coach maybe. The players, right? There's different players. Most of the things that could be different are different. Like, don't get me wrong. Every single football team, except for Georgia, at some point this year, will face adversity. <laughs> last year, the Badgers faced adversity and they wilted. Will this year's team rise to the occasion? Yeah. Because yeah. right now it looks like they have a bunch of guys on the team who came to Wisconsin because they were like, well, at least I'll win the Big Ten West every year. 
At least I'll get to lose to Ohio State by 50 in the we're Big Ten learning. title game. We're learning our offense. We're learning our offense. And they always say a team takes that for its coach. And Luke Fickle's a tough guy. So we're going to be a tough team. He's not tough enough, apparently. Ooh, wow. wow. I'm mad about it. I'm mad about that loss. It was on my birthday. You only That's... turned 32 once. You know, it's a special year for some of us. It really is. And now it's ruined. Dude, it's half of 64, which is a square root. Of eight. A square, eight is a square root. What do they call that, a square multiple? I don't know, man. You're the math guy. I'm not that much math. I'm like, if I can plug it into Excel. Quick math. Now that everybody has closed out of this podcast uh, math jokes man i don't know if you will get a wider range of jokes anywhere on any podcast probably not well, hey do you want a french guy joke you got one yeah what does a french guy say when he throws a grenade into a kitchen what does he say linoleum blown apart <laughs> okay <laughs> are, they, are the badgers gonna win the big gun west yeah they are Washington State, now ranked 23rd, is a tough team. They beat us last year, and I just still don't really think any of the other teams in the Big Ten West are that good. Because they're all kind of like, they want to be versions of Wisconsin, and then Wisconsin's pushed it up. Ahead of the curve. I think so. So I still think, yes, they can win the Big Ten West. West, West, y'all. Yeah, I don't think this is an elite Badger team. I think this is a mediocre to good Badger team. And that just might be good enough when you look at the rest of the Big Ten West. Who lost? Kansas beat Illinois last week. Somebody beat. Lance Leopold just took it to Brett Bielema. Holding it down for the state, Especially after Brett Bielema almost lost to Toledo the week before. So, Illinois was like one of those teams that people were kind of thinking could be sneaky. You know, like this could be like a sneaky year for Illinois to make the Big Ten title game. It doesn't look like that's the case. What? Well, you could take the Lance out of Wisconsin, but you can't take the Wisconsin out of Lance. There you go. But I think this season all comes down to that October 14th game. Iowa against Wisconsin. Like, don't get me wrong. An 8-4 and four team could very well win the Big Ten West. And don't get me wrong, the winner of the Big Ten East will probably be 12-0. and And it's probably getting a free ride into the Big Ten title game. But now the goal isn't to win the Big Ten anymore because we lost. The goal is to win the Big Ten West. Yeah, did you want to give the stats on the, the Wisconsin-Iowa series? 29-19-1. At home. The home team pretty much has the series, so I think Badgers at home. You're right. It's a big game. We've been to one of these. It's about the team that takes momentum early because, you know, the fans are drunk, and they want their team to get some action early. But also, aren't we getting a little bit ahead of ourselves talking about Iowa? You're the one that brought it up. You said this is the crux. Well, all right. Let's talk about... Right now. Yeah. Well, now we got to predict two games because the Badgers play today, Saturday, uh-huh. and then they play again on Friday against Purdue. They start the Big Ten season, I believe, in West Lafayette. It's a Friday. Do you love that or hate that? I feel like that's a hot point. I hate that. Hate it. No fan 
of any college Friday games. Play on Thursday. I would uh, rather it be on a Thursday. I like some college Friday games, just not when they're the Badgers. No, if you want to watch football on a Friday, you go support no. your local municipality and you watch them play. No. And maybe they suck. And maybe they don't. I don't know. No. But go watch them play if you want to watch football on a no, Friday. Thanks. I have a TV. Be a sicko, bro. I have a TV or a... See, I liked when you said Thurston said sicko. Now you're just going to say it for everything. Yeah. It's, it's if you're less, a diehard, you're a sicko. It's less cool now because of that. I don't, I don't want to deal with like a crowd at all. I just want to see football. So who do we got? Georgia we got Southern. Georgia Southern. Yeah, you had the line. 20 what? 20 points. And then we got to do Purdue. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you're not taking, I'm taking Georgia. I'm taking Southern. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Badgers. By 27. Badgers by 27. I think this will be... Because I remember last year, after Washington State beat us, we played, I believe it was New Mexico State. Jerry Kill was the coach, former Minnesota coach. Wow. And we just kicked the shit out of him. It was like 60 to nothing. Miles Burkett was in the game. Jerry killed. By the third quarter. Uh, I'm kind of expecting something similar, maybe not to that extent. Now you had an, <laughs> but an ex- give me forty nine to fourteen. You had an expectation last week, and that didn't work out. Well, you know, that's how it goes. Then we have the big one: the Badgers go to West Lafayette. That's the big one. Well, it is now because both teams are one and one. Purdue lost to Fresno State, then they beat Virginia Tech, so they haven't played a very easy non-conference schedule. They have Syracuse tomorrow, today, depending on when you're listening to it. Syracuse is favored, so according to this... By what? uh, Two and a half points. Hmm. So if you believe in Vegas, Syracuse will beat Purdue, and Purdue will be one and two, and the Badgers will be two and one. So who do you got? That's the big one for the week. That one, I, I still see Purdue as like a little brother. And so, I think we're going to smack them up. 24 to 10. Badgers. I think Purdue needs to make us play their style of football. And I'm kind of worried that with this offensive coordinator, we're going to play their style of football. You know, like, all of a sudden, we might want to throw the ball 40 times a game. Because, you know, they want to throw the ball 40 times a game. If we just do what we do, we get Braylon Allen and Ches Malusi the ball, we'll win that game. But if we try to beat them at their own game, this could be trouble. But at the end of the day, I think we're going to win ugly. It's going to be something like 34-33. to 33. The Badgers beat Purdue. Wow. The yeah. ugliest. Yeah, no defense, nothing. That's going to be how it goes. Moving on. The Milwaukee Brewers. I got I got a fun one for you. Would you chug or shrug Mike Trout? The Angels said he is available for a trade. The Brewers have all the prospects in the world. They could have Mike Trout next year if they wanted him. Would you do it? Okay. So, we've had Mark for so long. What's the price? What's the price? Like, how much is Mike Trout going to cost? Okay. Is he going to cost Trio? 
If no, if no. he's not Chirio, I'm trying to think who else I might protect. You know what I mean? Be like, you can't have... Who's our second best prospect? Uh, Caro. And you're going to have to make a decision there eventually, right? I don't know if they would want Caro, because I believe Caro is the second best catching prospect in all of baseball. The Angels have the top catching prospect. So, I don't know if they'd want him. Who who would be the best person they would want? Uh, Mizorowski. He's what? He's a pitcher. pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, Chug. He's Mike Trout. Can I shrug it? Yeah, why could you not? It's your f***ing show. Why'd you uh, ask that? Because your uncle loves it. Mike Trout? I'm going to shrug it. I'm going to send this to Uncle Michael. He is, ironically, the reason why I'm going to shrug it. Here's how you know Mike Trout isn't worth it. Before the season started, he offered me Mike Trout. It's a keeper league. He offered me Mike Trout for... Like, something dumb. I don't remember who the player was. It was, like, Brandon Lowe and somebody else. And I was like... I asked you if he was abducted by aliens. I was like, I'm gonna pass. He wanted Brandon Lowe and, like, my fourth round pick for Mike Trout. And I said no because I kind of just wanted my fourth round pick more than Mike Trout. And he here's what he responded to me. That is absolutely the right call. Mike Trout sucks. He was like, he gets hurt every single year. Do not put any capital into Mike Trout. So I would shrug Mike Trout. Like, if we could get him for, like, a package of, like, Joey Weimer and some other shit, sure. But it seems like we have a decent amount of outfield prospects. So I personally would shrug Mike Trout. Maybe we get him on a calisthenics program. We get them stretched out. The Angels are just stupid enough to not have tried that. Yeah, I think so. Have you tried a Nordic track? We spend all our money on Mike Trout and Shoei. Have you tried a rowing machine? A what? Who knows? Like, you would think the guy named Trout would be in the rowing machine. I've seen Mr. 3000. Like, it's called modern technology, Stan. Is David Stern's a big loss for you? No, he's already gone. He's off to the Mets. Are you bummed out, though? Not really. I just kind of hope that he sucks there. This is the one where, like, I know people were hoping Aaron Rodgers, you know, does bad before he got hurt and everything. Like, I guess. I kind of hope Stearns does bad there because, like, the Mets, good. That's a scary idea. Like, they have a ton of money, and if they, like, hit with the money, they could, you know, at least be tough to fight in, like, the NL for wild cards and... Shit like that for years. So uh, for that, I'm kind of like, damn, you know, I think he's good. He's good with not a lot of money. Why wouldn't he be good with a ton of money? I don't think he was good without a lot of money. Really? I don't. Who built 2018? Doug Melvin. David Stearns is not as good of a GM as everybody makes him out to be. The Doug Melvin trade... To trade Carlos Gomez and Mike Fires for Josh Hader and Adrian Hauser, Domingo Santana, and Brett Phillips. That, I feel like, getting Josh Hader was almost as big as anything David Stearns did. Now, I know people are going to be like, but he got Yelich. He got Yelich. Who traded away Jonathan Lucroy to get Lewis Brinson? Like, Lewis Brinson got us Yelich. I personally do not think David Stearns was like this genius GM. We're going to find out? I think David Stearns is like the guy who gets 
a hundred yards, a hundred meters from the top of the mountain, and then just starts climbing down right away. Like, he doesn't have that go for it. You know, like, he he's not as good as everybody says he is. He went to the playoffs four times in a row when... Which is, like, the best in team history. When... Like, he doesn't have the payroll for the go for it. No, he went to the playoffs four times in a row. Which is the best in team when history. When half the teams made the playoffs and the other half were tanking. And we're all just like, oh my god, this guy's a genius. Okay, have the Brewers ever made the playoffs four times in a row other than that? Is that because of him, or is that because of care. everybody Ans- else tanking? Answer the question. It's because everybody else It doesn't else matter tanking. why it matters. It matters that. They made the playoffs. No. The Brewers, we have a very low bar. We, like, never made the playoffs. Like He being- is the Herb Cole... Of managers. Being 500 was our bar. No. For a very long time. He is the Herb Cole of general managers. He was like, just get in. Don't win anything. Don't make any moves. And we were the team that never got in. You always say that, like, we look back on it now. It's like, yeah, just get in, fart noise. But it's like, dude, we never got in for so long that, like, getting in was an achievement. Is he great? We're about to find out now if he can do this with the scrutiny and the money of the Mets. Let's move on. The funsies this week. Hell yeah. What is your favorite tailgate food? And what is your favorite tailgate drink? Now, when you say tailgate food, do you mean you cook it at the tailgate or you bring it? Either or. To the tailgate. As long as you are in a parking lot when you eat it. It is tailgate food. Honestly, feeling it a little right now. A good taco dip. Taco dip? Give me a good-ass taco dip. I'm talking with the lettuce, the cheese, the tomatoes, the olives. Would you rather have tacos or a taco dip, though? No, a taco dip. It's just a good one. Big one. They make them, like, you know, in a big old bag. Give me some good, you know, little white corn tortilla chips. I'm going to be over here for a while, crunching away. So what's your favorite drink? Jello shots, right? Like you always, you gotta befriend that one lady who makes jello shots. She loves to do it. It's like kind of, it's not really her occupation, but it kind of is. She just was waiting for someone to ask her to make them. She'll make them with any liquor, and she brings 197 of them. It's what you want. I, I like the jello shots. I'm gonna confess some. At a tailgate, I would rather have a sub than tailgate food. I know, that's a hot take. What? Might be a cold take. No. Dude, I just it is a... so much more convenient. Yeah, but... It is so much more easy. Just bring subs. No. Yeah, bring subs. I'm going to let you finish. Bring subs. It's more convenient. It's more efficient. Like, you don't need to have one person looking over the grill for two hours. So is that your favorite food? Sub? No. No, it's not my favorite food. But it's what I bring to a tailgate. Oh, okay. So and then uh, my favorite drink, it's a beer bong, some shit. Something out of a beer bong. All right, I like that. You, you got to stand on top of a car. You got to stand on to top of a car. To get the verticality. You got to stand on top of a car. And you're trying to drink as much in a short amount of time as possible. Best way to do that is a beer bong. You're absolutely right on that. I have to revert. I can't. I'm not gonna let you get away that easy. Bringing a sub, honestly, 
kind of sucks. If you're gonna be there for one hour, like literally, if you're gonna if you're gonna be there for one hour in the parking lot, sure, bring us up. If you're gonna be there for like the whole three hours, like oh, someone has to look at the grill for two hours. Not even, but also like you're gonna be there for three hours. Everybody can look at the grill. It's not that big of a Are deal. Are you the grill? No, always one person Gets is the designated the grill person. And you either have that person, and if you have that person in it, your friend group, fine, so be it. It's not that Make, big of a deal. But really if you not. don't have that person, then you have one person and who's like, can, oh, I hate this. You can eat a sub anyway. So it's like, just eat a sub and then drive to the game. Why even tailgate? No. Tailgate? Bring a grill. That's right. Alright, this has been Thurston 10. That's Marcus, I'm Jimmy. Like us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Thurston1069. Like and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, Apple, Amazon, Google. The other one. Peace. Cheers. Cheers.